you don't have to compare like Russian and Ukrainian language, don't do that. It's not a dialect and I realized that many people want to explore about Ukraine. It, it, it is for free, <laughs> you can do it for free, yes, you don't have to pay for it anything, you can just try it, why not? Привіт, привіт, language lovers! Welcome back to LingoCast, the podcast of your language journey. My name is Eliseu, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about a Ukrainian language with a very special guest, one of the most famous content creators for learners of this language. But before we start with this episode, you already know, don't forget to follow us on social media and in your favorite podcast platform. If you want to support our project, you can do it in our Patreon program. There you can find three different kinds of programs that you can support us and receive some benefits like send questions like some of our patrons did and be part of our WhatsApp group and receive also updates about the following episodes and some information that haven't been published. Done with that? So now we can start with today's episode. I've been learning Ukrainian for more or less five months now. And I can say that after I started learning this language, a lot of things changed a lot in my life. I've met amazing people. And one of the content creators that I have been following is our today's guest. Ina, how are you doing? Um, hello, I'm doing fine. Today we have you here to talk about the Ukrainian language content production. And I've been following you on Instagram, on also your YouTube channel, especially because I started learning Ukrainian five months ago. And before we start talking about these topics, can you tell a little bit about yourself, about who you are? So, привіт, привіт. Uh, my name is Ina. I'm from Ukraine. I'm Ukrainian and uh, I have been teaching Ukrainian language for second language learners for more than six years now. Uh, two and a half years ago I founded the school Speak Ukrainian and uh, I created different uh, learning materials like textbooks, flashcards, courses, video lessons and my goal to teach more people uh, Ukrainian language and I uh, want to spread our culture, uh, traditions, language and it is important for me especially after February 24 um, when we have the threat uh, from Russia who wants to destroy our language, our identity so it is very important for me to keep doing my mission. So, um, and I'm from the south of Ukraine and it is still partly occupied. So um, I can say that I continue to fight, but on the language uh, front, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about the story of your channel, like how you uh, you decided to start uh, to produce content? Uh, because you told uh, you mentioned that you had you were already teaching, but how about the uh, what was the moment that you that you decided to you decided to start producing content? Um, yeah, so I started producing content uh, four years ago. And uh, I need to tell you that uh, I taught uh, many people uh, through different language platforms like Reply, Italki, and um, I realized that I don't want to work for 
somebody else and I want to work on my own and it was boring just teaching so I decided to create uh, my Instagram account speak Ukrainian language and um, I decided to create my own uh, video lessons to make stories and uh, with the help of my Instagram I found um, new students so um, so I can say that uh, the desire to be an entrepreneur and to work on my own and also to uh, create something. Uh, so I can say these factors provoked me to start um, to start this path as a uh, entrepreneur. We can start approaching a little bit at the, the topic of the Ukrainian language itself. Some friends of mine, some followers and the patrons, they sent questions. And one question that people send is, what's the, the, what are the most common questions about the Ukrainian language that you receive? Um, so actually, it's, uh, I can't say there is one specific common question, but the most popular uh, questions for my subscribers are about the Ukrainian alphabet, about some specific challenging letters, how to pronounce them correctly. Also, uh, there is a very popular question. Um, how fast can I learn Ukrainian language? Um, how much time will it take? Um, yeah, also people ask, how can I learn Ukrainian cases? What is that? Um, yes, yeah, so because people suffer from this topic a lot. So yeah, I think that's the most popular questions about the alphabet, phonetics, duration of learning Ukrainian and some grammar. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you mentioned the alphabet and some challenging letters. You have a video about it, about the, the vowels, right? I remember I saw it because I wasn't very sure about... I started learning Ukrainian, but then later I, start, uh, I started to check the, the sounds. I think it's pretty interesting because if you know some, you know, Russian, Serbian or any other Slavic language that uses the, um, the Cyrillic alphabet, you might uh, wrongly assume the sound of some letters in Ukrainian, right? Because they are the same letters with different sounds. People think that if I know a Slavic language, like there is a group of Slavic languages, like Western and Eastern ones, and we will think, okay, uh, if I know Polish, uh, it will be easier to learn Ukrainian language. Actually, yes, it's true. You will learn Ukrainian language faster, but uh, you will learn um, it um, quickly because we have the similar words. I mean, the words that have similar meaning, similar sounding, and it's easy for you to understand the language on ears. But uh, you can mess up with the vowels and consonants because you may think, okay, this letter, I don't know, for example, maybe you can con confuse the letters like E, Y, E, uh, yes, or O. In Ukrainian language, we always pronounce O like this, but maybe you can think, okay, maybe you, you have to pronounce like O, maybe like this, but it's O, it's not O, or I don't know, maybe it's 
you can mix up e and e in Ukrainian language. So it can be tricky. Yes. So first of all, when you want to learn any new language, and although you think it is similar to another Slavic one, you have to focus on the alphabet and check it out. Um, uh, with a native speaker or watch my uh, video lessons about it, listen, you can listen and repeat. So it's a bad uh, strategy if you start learning the language on your own and you think, I know how it should sound. But unfortunately, you can uh, learn uh, the letters wrong and then uh, you have to relearn it again and it can it can bring you some uh, difficulties so in order not to mix it up uh, start with a scratch learning it in the right way and it will be easier of course i remember that i i realized with your video the the sounds of the uh the diphthongs so they have the ye or ye um yeah, because I was assuming them and I realized that I was pronouncing wrong with that video. And I think also very common for um, many people who start learning Ukrainian. Some of them already know another Slavic language or, for example, in my case, I already knew some Russian and Polish. And so the process is a little bit different. And for these people, do you have some tips for them? Because I remember when I started learning Ukrainian, knowing uh, some Russian and Polish, I started to confuse a lot with, especially with Russian. And do you have some tips? Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, that's a very popular question. Um, and I want to tell you that I started to receive it a lot again this year because um, I um, I got a lot of subscribers who learned Russian language before. And this year they decided to learn Ukrainian language. I mean, they decided to switch from Russian into Ukrainian. And they wrote me that, Ina, I started to learn Ukrainian language, but I realized that it's not the same like Russian. And I start making a lot of mistakes because I automatically start comparing these two languages and think, ah, okay, I think this letter sounds the same like in Russian, so I will read like this in Ukrainian language. Oh, I think this word we have to pronounce the same like in Russian. And then people got confused, make a lot of mistakes, and they have like a big mess in their head. So, um, so I need to tell you uh, tip number one, uh, that you don't have to compare like Russian and Ukrainian language. Don't do that because you will uh, get confused a lot. So when you start learning Ukrainian, think that, think, okay, this is a new language. This is an independent language. It's not a dialect. It's not, uh, I don't know, it's not like a group of another language. It is a unique language. So when you learn it, you are focusing like you're learning another language and you don't have to compare or make your own con conclusions about uh, the phonetics or about the like grammar, for example. So start be focusing on this language. Um, find some resources that work well for you, maybe some apps, YouTube channels, 
some maybe textbooks you can find what works the best for you and be focusing on this language um, because if you're a beginner in polish or if you're a beginner in russian and then you start learning ukrainian also as a beginner it is tough it is very tough so it is much easier if you get some solid level like in russian you feel like you are an intermediate level student in russian then you start learning ukrainian from scratch it is easier for you of course but yes i don't recommend you to mix it up and if you decide to learn ukrainian language with a teacher of course it's a good uh thing but uh of course you, you you will have a ukrainian language teacher who knows russian and the teacher can you explain you the differences between russian uh and ukrainian languages correctly and uh, and correct you yes i will repeat this word again and correct you when you make some specific mistakes uh so yes so please um so let's sum up so uh Think like you are learning another unique language. Uh, rule number two, don't compare these languages by yourself. And tip number three, yes, if you have a teacher, if you decided to have a teacher, find a bilingual person who can help you to figure out the differences or who can help you to, um, to master your accent. Because I think... Um, yes, um, grammar won't be difficult because grammar is pretty the same, but uh, you will face uh, with a pronunciation and accent because Russian accent can influence on your Ukrainian accent. It it may sound funny or it can sound like Surik, that is the dialect to mix of Russian Ukrainian. So if you want to omit it, you have to focus in on Ukrainian uh, language and listening a lot. So you can listen to Ukrainian music, uh, to Ukrainian news, uh, you can watch Ukrainian YouTube and listen and repeat and it will help you a lot. Yes. Actually, I made this mistake. My version was not that good when I started learning Ukrainian and totally agree with you. I think if it would be better, I wouldn't confuse so much uh, in the beginning. And I remember there was a point that I didn't learn Russian for three months during the challenge i was making to learn ukrainian and after the challenge i could speak ukrainian to a certain level and surjek so my russian didn't exist anymore because i didn't have a very solid level like you mentioned another thing that happened to me here is now living in poland i started to see a lot of things written in ukrainian everywhere and i was learning a lot of words but the stress in ukrainian is very irregular like if you see the word you still cannot know how to pronounce it how, where is the stress in the word do you have some tips for that because i learned many words and i was pronouncing these words wrongly for a long time i learned the pronunciation wrongly yes unfortunately uh so i can say there are two um two things about ukrainian phonetics one good thing that uh yes ukrainian uh phonetics is easy and uh, uh the way you uh, the way you read the word, I mean, yes, when you learn the alphabet, you learn that each letter has its sound. So the way uh, you pronounce it in the word, so it's easy. But uh, 
The second thing about Ukrainian phonetics is accent and it's difficult because we don't have any rules how we put the accents on the words. Unfortunately, we don't say like, okay, in this group of words, we put the stress on the last syllable or in this group of words, we put the stress on the first syllable. No, it doesn't work like this. You just need to memorize the pronunciation of the words. Uh, yep, it's true. And, um, and we, we have, um, even some words. Yeah, there are not so many words. Maybe, I don't know, maybe up to 50 that have double stress. We can pronounce in two ways. For example, the word to, uh, or also we, we can say like takosh and takosh. So you can hear that some people say takosh and some people say takosh and uh, they are uh-huh. both correct <laughs> yes so he can pronounce any of it razon mm, Ra- so... uh, or also razon yes 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 unfortunately uh, you just have to memorize yes awesome and some questions that some people sent uh, nevena sent a question and she asks what are the, uh, the aspects that every foreigner should know uh, about before starting learning the language and I remember when I moved to Poland and I started learning Polish, I didn't know what were cases. I didn't know that they existed. And I feel that if I knew before starting learning Polish, it would be much, uh, I would expect this. And uh, But I didn't know about it. And if I knew it before, it would be easier to to learn it and to identify it. Do, do, you, think, do you have uh, also some, some things like this in Ukraine that you would recommend people to know before start learning? Uh, so I want to tell you, <laughs> so if you want to learn Ukrainian language and to become fluent, uh, you should understand that it's a long journey. So, yeah, so when you learn any new language, it's not so easy. But if you're a native speaker of English, you should be ready that the grammar is quite different and opposite to English. And it will it will be a challenge to um, learn these cases, and uh, you need to memorize a lot of different endings. So you should be ready uh, to understand that you have to memorize a lot, and um, if you're ready to keep repeating and remembering new stuff a lot, and if you um, can pick up some um, this memorizing techniques that works well for you, then um, you you will do it well. Uh, yes, because um, yes, you should be ready for that. But if you um, a native speaker of German, Polish language, uh, so um, because uh, in German the in German and Polish languages cases. Um, are exist. I know it for sure. So it won't be a big shock for you. And uh, the grammar is pretty similar. So um, yes, but you have to focusing on phonetics then. So um, so yes, that the thing that you should be ready for. It's endings, different endings that you have to be able to remember. And before we start talking more about the uh, content production, there are two questions. Two people asked me if you could explain 
the word palienetsa? And what uh, what does it mean and what's the, the the importance of this word, the context around this word? Так. So, palienetsa uh, is the name of the bread. And this uh, word is widely used in the west of Ukraine. Uh, and uh, it became so popular and a lot of people know it uh, <laughs> across the world because um, when um, our soldiers took uh, orcs uh, in the capti captivity, uh, they uh, asked them to pronounce this word Palenitsia. And uh, According to the Russian um, phonetics, they couldn't pronounce this word correct. So they can pronounce the soft la, as we say pa, la, ni, tsa. And they couldn't pronounce it. Yes, according to their characteristics and phonetics, um, things that they have in Russian language. So they couldn't pronounce it. and. Um, there was a video on the internet how they pronounced it wrong and it was uh, fun and many Ukrainians laughed at it. And then uh, uh, one Russian propagandist uh, mixed up this word with Polonitsa. So she said that uh, Ukrainians forced uh, our soldiers to pronounce the word strawberry. Why? No, they mixed up like we have word Palanitsa, it's a bread. And Polunitsa, it's a strawberry. So Russians, they thought that we forced them to pronounce the word strawberry. Uh, and we laughed uh, a lot because they, uh, they said that Ukrainian language doesn't exist, that Ukrainian language is the accent of Russian language, blah, blah, blah. But they don't know our language at all. They, they can't pronounce Ukrainian words. They, don't know even their meanings so it was fun and we laughed a lot at it and there were a lot of memes with this word palanitsa polonitsa so therefore people know it uh, very well and <laughs> yes uh, and if you um if you want to for example in ukraine if you see a suspicious man and if you want to know whether um this is a Ukrainian or Russian person. You can ask him or her to pronounce this word Polonitsa. Uh, and then you will know that. And then you will know the identity of this person. Yes, that's the thing. Really interesting. And uh, also connecting to this, our patron, uh, Linda, uh, she sent a question. She asked, what's your favorite word in Ukrainian and why? Um, I think um, it's the word... Kohanya, because it is a beautiful one, and it means Kohanya, it means love, and I think it sounds beautiful, and it has an important meaning. Yes, Kohanya. Um, yes, and of course it doesn't exist in Russian. So no, there, there is no Kohate in Russian, right? Yes, uh, and also it is unique because uh, Kohate where kohanya we can apply to only beloved person in Ukrainian language. So I can say ya tebe kohayu. Ya tebe kohayu means I love you. But you can 
address it only to your beloved person, to your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. You can say it to your like relative or friend or so you, you can say it. So so we have two verbs like любити to love and кохати to love. But любити you can apply to everybody and everything. So you can say я люблю мою подругу. I love my friend. Я люблю цю книжку. I love this book. But you can use it with the кохати. Кохати is only for beloved people. So therefore I love this word because it is a special one. Чудово. So we can talk a little bit about content creation because it's also a very important thing, very interesting and inspiring thing you have been doing. And one question that I had is like we were talking about the difference when you have like Slavic students and other students. It's different to learn, right? Because they understand a lot since the beginning. But you as a content creator, how do you separate this when you are creating content? Uh, do you think about mm, this uh, is this for uh, someone who knows Slavic languages and this for people who do not know or you just make a general content? I, I make a general content for everybody, uh, you know, because um, I need to tell you that we have uh, a lot of people uh, from the um, North America like we have a lot of students from the United States, from Canada, from um, England, from such European countries like Germany, like maybe Spain, Italy. But we have uh, little students from like maybe just a couple of students from Czech Republic, maybe Slovenia. Maybe we had one student from Poland. So it is very rare that we have um people from uh the slavic countries i mean people who speak uh slavic languages because i think maybe they don't have a need to learn ukrainian language or uh they can learn it by themselves yes and it's not so difficult for them so yeah so therefore i um we teach ukrainian language in english so i mean when we have beginners uh, students, we explain everything, all explanations in English. So, um, therefore, I do the general content uh, in English that everybody can understand the Ukrainian language. Yes. So, and uh, I don't know any uh, Western Slavic languages, so I can't... Uh, make some separate content for this group of people mm -hmm. uh, because I don't have knowledge of it, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I, I ask this question because sometimes while learning Ukrainian, some things that for me were really interesting and I didn't know, but for a Polish person was so silly because for them it's the same in their language. But for me, it was very different. And another question I wanted to ask you is, do you know if you have followers who are Ukrainians who are learning or improving their Ukrainian? They decided to do it. They couldn't speak Ukrainian or they couldn't speak Ukrainian well. Do you, do you, do you know this, this data? Uh, yes, that's an interesting question. I need to tell you that um, 
sometimes Ukrainians uh, leave uh, some comments under my videos that they learn English with the help of my <laughs> the help of my video lessons, you know. So um, they can't learn Ukrainian language on my YouTube channel because um, teaching Ukrainian language for Ukrainians and teaching Ukrainian language for second language learners it's absolutely different methodics. So it won't work out for them. Mm -hmm. So they won't learn anything new or it, it's it's a different thing. Believe me. So they. They uh, check out my YouTube channel to listen to my English and to learn some English vocabulary because I have a lot of video lessons when I teach my students some uh, words or phrases, maybe idioms, so they can learn some English words, you know, mm -hmm. so it, it works very well for them. So, yeah, but Ukrainian language won't be um, useful for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, that's true. Another question, how do you manage to stay motivated to produce content with consistency when there's uh, all these things happening in your country? There's a war happening, but you are there motivated producing content with consistency, with regularity. How do you manage to do that? Where do you take the motivation from? Um, so I have to tell you that... Um, YouTube channel uh, takes a lot of time, energy and resources, uh, but I love making uh, video lessons. And when I started my YouTube channel, it was three years ago, I had 100, sub uh, 100 subscribers the first six months. But, uh, but I um, didn't stop. I, I kept doing my uh, work and then I started to see that my audience uh, is growing uh, but since um, February 24 I I had a big shock and I couldn't work the first two weeks because they were the toughest and I had to hide in the basement and then when we uh, moved to one apartment where we hid, uh, I started to get a lot of um, messages from my students and subscribers and I realized that many people want to explore about Ukraine, especially started to learn our language because many people, they, uh, they have Ukrainian friends, relatives uh, and they wanted to communicate with them, so they started to learn Ukrainian language. Or many also people, uh, they uh, wanted to help uh, Ukrainian refugees and they also wanted to learn Ukrainian language. So many people wanted to learn Ukrainian language to help our country and our people. And I started to get a lot of requests. And of course, uh, I started to uh, I started to work again and to make video lessons. And uh, of course, my students they they want my motivation uh to keep working and also um my work um save me i can say like this uh because i was distracted a lot because every day you live and this um uh with a with a 
tons of different information and you want to follow everything, every news, every explosion, and it's very tough. So I can say that um, my job um, helped me a lot to uh, be engaged with something more except war. Uh, and therefore, I got motivation to keep doing what I do the best. So that's the thing. So my, uh, my subscribers, the desire and need many people to learn Ukrainian and destruction. Perfect. And uh, yeah, in your opinion, uh, what's the importance of producing content for students of your language? Not, not only in your language, but in the language that the person speaks in general. Because I can um, teach a lot of people my native language and many people can uh, explore the language and you know it, it's very good because um you know many people think about learning ukrainian language but maybe they are not sure if they really need it or maybe if they can learn this language if they can feel it and it's very good they can check out my youtube channel watch uh, some video lessons and then realize okay i i feel I like this language and I want to continue. So you can just take a try and it's free. So why not? Why not? So I think it is important to uh, give people the chance to get in touch with my native language and to understand if they have time and commitment to go deeper into it. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you have... um, um... Uh, an advice for Ukrainians who also want to start producing content in Ukrainian? Mm-hmm. So, um, I want to tell you that uh, Ukrainian YouTube uh, started uh, to develop um, two years ago when we had coronavirus and now uh, it is successfully keep uh, progressing. And I'm so happy about it because currently I watch only Ukrainian YouTube and uh, Ukrainian creators because they create different interesting things. So I want to tell you that um, if you have some unique ideas and thoughts and you want to share them with the whole world, that's amazing. Just do it. Don't focus on uh, the number of subscribers. Uh, just think that you have a goal and um, do it um, regularly and then you will see the result. You will get the feedback from people. I know it for sure. Uh, this is the universal rule, how it works. So just don't give up. Uh, you, you can just try it. If you, if you then see that uh, you don't really like it, it's not for you, then you can give up anytime. So, and uh, it, it, it is for free. <laughs> you can do it for free. Yes, you don't have to pay for it anything. You can just try it. Why not? So I try it and I realized that I like it. Um, I like to make video lessons. I like to teach people. I like to be on camera. 
it is natural. It feels natural for me. So if you have this feeling, try it. And if you enjoy it, so don't give up, keep moving. And then you will, you will get a lot of benefits from it. Indeed. Yes, for sure. I noticed that before a lot of content about Ukraine was produced in Russian. Now, also understanding Ukrainian and watching content about Ukraine in Ukrainian. And I said that no other language can express better the culture and the people than the, their own language. And seeing Ukrainians producing content in Ukrainian also help us to understand better the, the people, the culture behind the, the content. Uh, one last question that I usually ask everyone. One name and one topic, who you would like to see in the following episodes? Mm -hmm. So I can uh, recommend you to uh, check out the YouTube channel Tvoya Pitpilna Humanitarka. Um, so I will send you a link uh, later. So it is a very useful YouTube channel uh, for Ukrainians. Uh, yes, it is in Ukrainian, but it teaches a lot about the history of Ukrainian language, the history of Ukrainian unique letter GE, for example, or uh, about the Ukrainian accents, or why people in uh, the north of Ukraine speak in this kind of way. So it is a very interesting uh, YouTube channel. And I know uh, the founder of this project he speaks english very well and he um he follows uh the groups on facebook uh where foreigners learn ukrainian language so i think he can uh tell you a lot about ukrainian language but from the aspect of person who uh uh learned ukrainian language uh deeply and knows how it works knows its history and I think it will be very interesting to hear more um, mm -hmm. from him. So it is a very popular YouTube channel in Ukraine. And um, so I can I can tell you about Ukrainian language as the second one and how foreigners learn it, etc. But he can uh, tell you more about Ukrainian language as a Ukrainian Scientist. Підсумкове повідомлення українською. Last message in Ukrainian. Так, ну це буде дуже коротко. Слава Україні, героям слава. Так, все буде Україні, все буде Україна, смерть ворогам. So everything will be Ukraine. Glory to heroes. What I can say? I'm so proud to be Ukrainian, and I'm so proud to. Uh, spread Ukrainian language across the whole world so it is so important and I'm so happy that I chose this uh, profession and mission in my life really I'm so happy about it and this is a very difficult and challenging year in my life and for all Ukrainians but uh, it showed me how important is my people my nation my language and people from the whole world realize it too and that's amazing so i can just say slava ukraini your work with your language with your culture for your country is very inspiring and mm -hmm. yeah i hope next time uh, we will record Dякую. an episode will be different times 
Мебі Україні, може бути українською наступного разу. Так, разу. так, звісно. Але, ну, побачимося. І де люди можуть тебе знайти? Where can people find you? Uh, so, uh, you can just uh, check out my YouTube channel. It's called Speak Ukrainian. So very easy. Or you can check out my Instagram account. Just write Speak Ukrainian language. And my school... Uh, also, it is called Speak Ukrainian, super easy, and my website is speakua.com. So, um, yeah, so you're welcome, uh, and uh, if you check out my video lessons, you will hear beautiful Ukrainian language, and perhaps you will fall in love with it and want to explain it more. I will be happy to help you with it. Дякую. Awesome. Thank you for being part of this episode. It was really nice having you here. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you, Toby. Thank you.